up, y'all? Welcome back to Case Rotation. My name is Box Jetson. And I'm Spinach And this is episode 23. Um, also, ep- I mean, episode 2 for the second season. And to start this one off, we want to go ahead and introduce one of my favorite artists in the city. He goes by the name of Trek Manifest. As you know, we've been on a nice hiatus. And the theme for this series, this triple feature of uh, Case Rotation would be this should hold you, hashtag this should hold you, because, you know, we left y'all hanging for so long, at least if we give y'all three episodes, this should hold you for a few months, you know, a couple weeks, you know, something, so, a few months, you know what I'm saying, so, um, he had a project called This Should Hold You, he dropped it in May of 2018, phenomenal project in my opinion, man, I think it's a well-crafted, well-rounded uh, project, and the track that I want to play for y'all now, just a little snippet, is a song that he has with another great artist in the city by the name of Sarab Ali. It's called Free Your Mind, so go ahead and enjoy. Uh, follow Trek Manifest, follow Sarab Ali, let them know what you think of the track, let us know what you think of the track, and hopefully you guys enjoy. Well aware that my heart is on my sleeve, I wear hella sensitive, but got a big pair, take a walk in these sticks at the time, my shit is rare, though they say I'm well done, seasoned vet right here. Square smoke squares and talk shit to my peers As if my peers won't speak a line and clear Dumb fucks, dumb it when they see I'm the one with the smoke for the free 99 Yet them niggas pay no mind yeah. Free your mind, free your mind, that's your paradigm My silence only golden when I'm on my grind My silence only golden when you want in mind And I don't say your word cause you ain't on my time Free your mind, free your mind, that's your paradigm My silence only golden when I'm on my grind My silence only golden when you want in mind and I don't say a word cause you ain't on my time. This is the 23rd episode, but this is episode two of season two. Um, you know, we just got with y'all a few hours ago, about an hour or so ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, we was gonna, you know, record right away, but then we started listening to some good music, you know, and vibing out a bit, and... Uh, Time just escaped us. Yeah, and these side streets are like, I mean, I, I can't even call them side streets, like side little highways, expressways, or whatever you want to call them, like it's... You'll be on them for like one or two miles or so, so then you gotta, you gotta pay. like get on the other, like you turn right, then you turn left. Yeah, and then you make a U turn and then you do a little roundabout corkscrew. Like it's just, oh, look at this. Oh, that's pretty. That's good vlog stuff, man. You slacking. Um, <laughs> My bad. But yeah, like. That's Texas. That's Texas for you. So we got a little straightaway right now. We'll go ahead and get some thin on wax. Um, before we get into this episode, I thought that you guys should know that it sucks being black in rural environments. Yeah, and we just got to, I mean, not that we didn't know. But yeah, not that we didn't know. We just got a reminder. Like, I wholeheartedly had planned on getting to and from Houston. So, as y'all know, we're coming from Memphis and Memphis is clearly a big metropolitan black city. Houston yeah. is also a big metropolitan diverse city. But in between those. In between them, you got nothing but rural, you know, not even cornfields. It's like cow, a couple cow towns, a couple like 
Trump Nation. Trump Nation. And, oh, well, oh, I forgot. I want to say that. We got to bleep it Oh, out. shoot. 45, 45 Nation. 45 Nation. It's been so long. We slacking. <laughs> uh, 45 Nation. It's um, like just a whole bunch of, of, of nonsense that you walk past. And then, long story short, we got pulled over in Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches. Nacogdoches, Texas. Probably never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, the closest city to it would be Lufkin. Never heard of Lufkin. Um, but it was like probably two and a half hours outside of Houston. And, you know, it was funny. We saw him on the side of the street. And, of course, you know, I'm getting my, my I'm in my zone. I'm probably going like 85 miles per hour on a 75. So, Nish spots him like half a mile ahead. Like, hey, you might want to watch out for him. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, good eye. So, we slow down. We're going like 68 on a 75. Probably like a half a mile later, I see somebody speeding up on my tail. So, I'm like, man, like. And people, like, they speed in the south anyway. If they you're going speed, to speed they limit. Swerve. Yeah, they speed, they swerve, they slam on brakes. They, like, they do the most. And, like, especially in Tennessee, if the speed limit is 70, if you're going 85, like, you're getting flicked off. Yep. Like, they be going 95, 100 on that freeway, and it will slam on brakes like it's nothing. I, I guess it's like that universally across the south, which was unbeknownst to us. So, I feel somebody on my bumper. I'm like, all right, I'm in a fast lane. I'm going... 68 and a 75 as I mentioned so let me go ahead and um I get over like I'm gonna make sure I get out of his way so I hit my blinker and he immediately gets behind me so I'm like okay like his sirens are gonna come on right now and then his sirens come on I'm like all right bet and it's just like the initial thought that comes through my mind is like I should I, I shouldn't have to feel you know the, nervous yeah. or like feel a bit of fear or tension because I'm about to get pulled over like their goal is to serve and protect but like the first thing I'm thinking is is he pulls me over like okay like let uh, me get my insurance and yeah, my license I'm out immediately before. get in my wallet right now but I'm like I don't want to reach too quick because then he's going to think I'm reaching for something else like I got to get like my CCW I got to get my license out then I, I don't have my proof of registration because I'm in a rental so I'm like I'm trying to pull that up on my phone and stuff and like by then he already pulled up to the car so i just dropped the phone in my lap like I, i'm just have my hands on the wheel yada 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 then like he comes to the window and he actually happens to be really cool he's like hey i'm officer smith um the reason why i pulled you over is for failing to signal but once i got behind you you did signal over um it was a little like a little pretentious ass yeah it was pretentious yeah um so i'm like okay um so then like you know he's going through the typical motions you know uh, license CCW do you have your gun in the car yada 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 I'm like yeah so then um trying to you know like no hey it's in a little fanny pack under the seat man like you don't got to worry about nothing like I'm not about to reach for it then I get to uh reaching for my insurance I'm like hey it, it just feels weird that I have to even like he announce like my moves like I gotta like that he was making. it's kind of similar to the last uh episode we just did like I'm trying to make myself as like approachable as possible so that way I don't get killed in front of my wife like and it's i shouldn't have to feel like that like i'm like my my insurance is in my phone it's i got a screenshot of it is it okay if i pull that out for you yes okay i'm about to reach into my lap right now here it is like i'm announcing all of my moves and it's like why do i have to feel like that for a routine traffic stop like it's not like i was like yeah, slow down a little bit. brandishing my gun like i wasn't like you know what i'm saying like i wasn't doing nothing so 
then he's pretty cool. Then he's like, you know, it's fine. I'm going to let you off with a warning. Then he asked me to step out the car. And at that so point, I'm like, what, oh, my, my heart, heart dropped. dropped. Like, I wasn't even worried about, like, him as much. I was worried about, like, I'm on my mom's insurance, car insurance. So I'm like. <laughs> Which is what he was worried yeah, about. Yeah, I'm like, man. I'm, I was worried about, like, oh, my gosh, okay, this is it. I'm like, like man, my insurance rate about to go up. My mom about to snap. I'm more, I'm more concerned about my mom than I am about him. Like, because, you know, black moms will obviously put in more fear than you than a cop. Like. But, um. I'm like, dang, man, like, I'm worried about that. Then when he tells me to step out the car, I'm like, that's when I finally feel a bit of nervousness. I'm like, I have niched my phone. I'm like, all right, just start recording. But he was real cool. He's like, do you have your jacket? I want you to come out. He's put your jacket on, come out here and, like, sign this warning, blah, blah, blah. And I get out there. Like, I put my hands up and stuff. Like, you know, because I don't want no issue. Like, and then he was like, what you doing, man? You don't got to do that. Like, he said, you ain't get your jacket. Put your jacket on, man. It's cold out. So I grab my jacket. And then we just start chatting and stuff. And he turned out to be, like, really, really cool. But it's just like. All right, it's 55. Okay. But it's like, I shouldn't have to feel, like, uneasy going into that point. Like, I don't know. It's just... And I mean... Y'all can give me y'all's thoughts on it, but, like, I shouldn't have to feel that uneasy about getting pulled over by somebody whose duty is to serve and protect. For me, I was just scared because... Well, what I'm always scared we're going to get pulled over. Anyway. Sometimes box does speed. So I really thought it was a speeding thing that we were getting pulled over for. So then when I heard that it was like, when he said the turning signal, I'm like, really? And I always this signal. This is what we're getting pulled over for. I know for a fact that I always um, signal because I get mad when people don't do it. Like, so, but it was just when he told, I, I was cool with everything and I was okay. But when he told Box to get out the car, that's when I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just like, I started panicking and I was like recording everything and, um, like, while it's recording, I'm like, please, God, like, please just don't let us die. Please don't let us die. He, like, went into his car, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, is he, like, turning off the camera? Like, did he see her recording? Like, is he mad? Is he, like, is he, he going to shoot us that I'm recording? Take the phone? Like, so I'm, like, just so nervous, and I felt like they were talking for, like, 100 years back there. And then finally, he, like, basically was saying, like, it was, they could go, we could go, it was good, and so that was like a, a relief but then I'm just thinking like oh my gosh like we shouldn't have to feel like our lives could have just ended just now and like me as a white man bro I could have snapped on him like you pulled me what over are you for pulling a me over for? you're an idiot like going off on him and it would have been cool but like the fact that I'm a black man I have to come completely different yes That's sir cool, bro like yes I'm sitting there like being Thank completely you, mindful of my body language like completely contradicting everything I said in the last episode <laughs> Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, like completely <laughs> contradicting everything I said in the last episode. I mean, but this like, is life or death. Yeah, this, so yeah. it's like, whatever. You got to do what you, you have to get do home. to stay alive. Yeah. Because feeding this douchebag's ego is not, I don't know. I just, it's worth more to be alive. Yeah, it's like, I got to, man, I got to be mindful. Of, I was mindful of everything I'm saying, like mindful of my movements. When I, I got I out of the car, like I had my hands up. Like I made sure that like my hands were like closed, clasped together in front of me like so he could always see them at all times um like when i was talking to him i made sure i wasn't like facing him i had my body language like slanted to angle to the right so that way it didn't look threatening like yeah. it's, i shouldn't have to go through all that like trying to tell jokes trying to tell him personal information so he can so build more can, of a like, connection as like a as a person like it's, i shouldn't have to do stuff like that but yeah, that's. I mean, I just felt like I had to at least so, get that off. Y'all can let us know what y'all like think, like why. And know. I mean, also we're in Texas, so that also doesn't help with like. Nakodachis, Texas. Yeah, so that doesn't help with like 
the whole racist cop thing and like and I, I, I this guy was cool so I'm not gonna yeah, even cool. say that oh, he was Officer a Smith, douche man. and but I'm just saying in general like no matter what like it does suck to feel like you could potentially die because of an interaction with a police officer yeah and I feel like you are not qualified to speak on that if you don't experience that yeah so for people who say well if you do what the cops say blah 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 it's like, like that nah, doesn't take away completely complicit that and doesn't take away and, and you shouldn't have to speak to someone that way yeah to keep your life I don't I don't have to speak yes sir no sir I don't have to do any of that to you to walk away alive I shouldn't have to right that doesn't like con- that doesn't I don't know I don't th- th- that behavior just doesn't condone that yeah like you gotta so be, that, that annoy- respect the cop I mean yeah. as long as I'm not putting my hands on you or holding a gun to you or any of that that's not like me saying mean words to you or disrespectful words to you are not is not threatening like your life and realistically speaking you are able to say whatever you want to the cops as long as you're not threatening them but it's like nobody wants to like you don't even want to go there because you want to make you want to get out of the situation as fast as possible and just be alive yeah i'm trying to get home because your life is worth more than that so good old texas good old ticks but yeah anyway this is episode 23 episode two of the second season um we have actually some topics this time last time we (laughs) last episode we just kind of rambling on giving y'all a catch-up peak view period into our life whatever you want to call it yeah so um, um I so yeah we married we here like um, i think they're on my phone huh i think they're on my phone i wrote i wrote them down too because oh, okay. i thought you'd get your eyes out um oh wow they changed our group name to the johnsons I changed that's, cla- it. Uh, that's classy is it gonna be fifty five this whole way? Nah, just on this whole expressway. Okay. So I'll just text you the list. Oh, I told you I wrote it down. Okay. So we do have our topics. Where do you wanna go first? Uh Sorry, I'm over. We uh, I don't know if I we know told you all the last episode. We came back and was from visiting my brother and his fiance in Houston. So um, like, it was just a lot of fun. Like I hadn't like he got engaged and I don't I don't really know her that well like prior to this trip. So it was good to just like get acquainted and not only get an escape from the demands of our life, but we also got a break. We got to like link up with family. We got to see her family oh down there oh my gosh yes i got to visit uh well my cousin i know i always say i don't have cousins but i do have a cousin or two <laughs> um i got to visit my cousin and i got to visit my uncle who i have not seen since i was 12 years old i haven't seen him since i was 12 so that was really nice to get to visit with them um Maybe I'll talk more about that later. Yeah. But. But yeah, it was a good time. Um, definitely a good it time. It was cold. Man. Houston's always fun. It was cold. Don't be fooled and think that the South is like an escape from. 
It would be if 45 went in office. Yeah, because climate change is real. It yeah, is yeah. like... Really Houston cold. ain't... I was talking to Houston natives that have been there their whole lives. They're like, man, Houston ain't never been this cold. That's nothing but GW. Like, Houston ain't never been this cold. Like, you have a week-long winter, and it's 40 to 50 degrees. Yeah, and it's in, right back And it's in it. January. Like, this, it's never been that bad. But apparently it was a cold front, and now it's like 70 degrees. And, of course, we're leaving, and it's like... I think 40-something degrees in Memphis, so... Yeah. We just, like, keep going just back to looking. the cold. Um, I think they had single digits up at home, so I ain't, I ain't that bad. Yeah, I guess I won't complain, but... I would Sorry, prefer y'all. some 60, 70 sunshine. I don't think that's that much to ask for. Eh, 60s? I'm good with the, like... That's my ideal weather. 62, as long as the sun's out. Yeah. But, yeah. Um... So you ready to get into these topics, dog? Yeah, what you want to tackle first? Um, well, I feel like there's one that you're going to spend a lot of time on, so. <laughs> Which one? You know, so I think. I'm not going to spend that much time on it. You want to go Actually, there first? I, I don't know. Nah, nah. Because no, <laughs> I don't even know what direction I want to go with that. Yeah, yet. that's why I feel like, I feel like that'd be most of this podcast, so I kind of just want to tackle the other topics first before we. All right, that's cool. But I, your list is not popping up. So, yeah, I'm fine to start wherever. Okay, wherever so I know this is kind of old news, but it is just such good news for me. Um, if you're going where I think you're going, don't forget. We don't call them. We don't. Oh. Because you already she, slipped well, up once. Did I? You already slipped up with the, the T word once. Oh, okay. Um, no, I don't have to say her name that much. But our queen, we stand Jordan oh, yeah. Woods. Um, Stand for Jordan Woods. So let me, this will be quick because I know this is old news now, but I just have to say this. Oh, wow. They are selling, sorry about that. They're selling like those really racist dolls. Like those polywogs? Yeah. Gollywogs, I mean. Are you kidding me? They were like super dark with like the red lips. And the big eyes. That is crazy. In 2019. Sorry. Wow. That was that caught me off guard. <sighs> I can't wait to get out of Texas. Um what was that? Jordan, we stand. Um yeah, so allegedly our queen was a part of a scandal. Which at this point, I, this is like not really wanna, what I want to talk about because I don't really feel like, I don't necessarily feel like her story is the entire truth. I don't believe anything that the other people say, but I, I don't think that we'll ever really know the truth. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's important though. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is important is that uh, Jordan didn't allow the monopoly that this family has on the media to silence her. Mm-hmm. And I can respect that because, and I respect the Smiths for giving her that platform to be able to speak her truth and to tell her story because think of all the black women who have been silenced by this family. And I think that just the way that they acted on social media, these women are in their thirties, mid to late thirties and mothers and wives and like established business women and they were like just 
liking really mean things about this girl. And this girl's 20, 21. They were saying mean things about her, taunting her. Mm-hmm. And I think Larsa Pippen is in her 40s, so. Didn't Larsa cheat with Future? He did. She did. So, yeah, all of them actually have cheated, but I, I don't care to divulge into their past because it's just like, Jordan Woods, whether it happened or not, I don't, I have no issue with her. I have no qualms. And I'm not saying it because I don't care about that woman getting cheated on because I think that anybody being cheated on is terrible. And it's like, you know, you have a family, you have a daughter with this man. So I can't imagine, but it's like, you know, this is also the person that cheated on you when you were days before giving birth and, you know, you got with him when his fiance, because she was his fiance when uh, his fiance was, I believe, days before giving birth as well, you, you were posting uh, pictures on vacation with him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and you've done it to other women in the past, other black women in the past. And, you know, they don't have the platform. Maybe, yeah, they don't have the platform that you have to speak out against, you know, the things that the story that you created or the way that you told it. And so, you know, people were saying, like, oh, Jordan, like, she's dumb, her billionaire best friend, and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's not going to have anywhere to live. She's going to be in a homeless shelter. Like, people are harassing her family. People are saying that her dad deserved to die over this woman being cheated on by someone who has done it before and who will continue to do it until she lets him leave. (laughs) Free Tristan Thompson. Free Tristan. I just feel like, you know... Stand for Jordan and free Tristan. I cannot feel bad for someone who knows what what the situation and continues to let it happen. I don't feel bad for you. is, Is it sad? Yes. But to bully that girl and to... You know, and they know the the type of popularity that they have and the power that they have with the the people who are corrupted by them. Yeah. And I don't think it's fair. Like, if this girl was... Like she said, if she was a weak-minded person, she would have harmed herself. Yeah. And that's a lot to, to expect from someone, especially when it's women who are much older than you, who are taunting you and, like, saying that type of stuff to you. Like, I expected it from her best friend. And her best friend didn't say nothing. And her best friend is, like, that age where it's like, okay, yeah, you post little, like, subliminal things on Instagram and, like, say little shady comments. Which also, PSA, what is it? What was the term? Um, It was said something about being shady. Like, you can be shady, but not... uh, It'll come to me. But uh, it's something I wanted to talk about. Because being shady is being shady. Like, it was like throwing shade is not being shady. It was something stupid, but basically, it's like, if you don't say it up front, you being shady. That's the point. Yeah. But, um, I feel like she's a very strong person. And I I feel like they have built on the backs of black women. And, um, I'm glad that the Smiths gave her a platform and a place to speak out and to tell her story. And they, they let her feel comforted, comforted and know that, that they have her back. Yeah, and they don't want no smoke with the Smiths. Yeah, they, yeah, the the clan don't want no smoke with the Smiths. And I think I, I loved Will's introduction. It was just the most <laughs> subtle yet articulate way to say, "Look, this is my baby right here. Play with her if you want to." Like, yeah, try yeah. it if you want. Yeah, to. Yeah, try it if you want to. Like I go way back with her and her dad. Like, they, and they know that they don't want smoke with they Will. Don't. Like so, but it was just crazy because nobody just, have nothing to say. 
like to them yeah. or for the Smiths giving right. her a platform but, but you want to bully this little girl yeah. and then they were talking about she was like you are the reason my family is ruined and like people on Twitter were just like trashing her it's like, like bro he left Jordy for you like pregnant bro like what That's could you really expect third trimester Tristan like they don't call him that for nothing. Triple T, man. But you felt like because quadruple T. You felt like because of who you are, you are above that, and you're not. And that sucks. And it does suck. I couldn't imagine being in that position. No matter if I was rich and famous or whatever, it still sucks. No, she got her. She got her karma, bro. She, but she did. And you have to look at what you put out, and you. The can't next be kid's con- name need to be karma, bro. It does. You can't Whoever be have confused. One. Like, well, why is this happening to me? Look at what you put out there. Look at how you treat people. I don't know. I don't really know enough about the situation to really, like, have an opinion, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't say Jordan didn't do it, or she did, but I don't care, because the way that they... That public crucifixion of her character... I do feel like it didn't help that, like, she wasn't, like... I won't say she wasn't attractive. She wasn't... Jordan, like, she wasn't as attractive, like, back in the day. Like, she hit a glow-up. She She had a major glow-up. So, I'm like... But they all did. It's always safe to say, though, that when you do glow up, your confidence doesn't necessarily travel immediately with it. So, with that being said, you know, her having somebody like Tristan Thompson make that pass to her or show her that attention, like, it's something she ain't ever... Mm -hmm. I got a ball player showing me attention? Like, I used to be a a six. Like I used to be... Just, they should be chubby, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and there's a wrong with chubby women at all. But it's like in the eyes of society, like she wasn't viewed as somebody who was. And she was just seen crop. as somebody's best friend. That sucks too. Yeah, it's like you in a shadow, like. And now you coming out and people like seeing you for who you are. Yeah, so it's like I feel like even if she did jump at the opportunity to be with Tristan, like it's kind of backed by the fact that she's still learning herself. I mean, look at all these deer. Um. She also, even if she did, she didn't ruin your family because the way she was speaking about it, they were already broken up. And you were asking her, like, what was going down at the party. It's like, first off, if you are with this guy and he's not from L.A., why does he have his own place in L.A.? And why are you not at And why are you not there? There was already issues there. He ruined your family because he didn't want it. He ruined your family. You trapped him up and now you're mad. Now you're mad because he don't want to be there. He doesn't care. Sorry to break it to you. This yeah, should bro. be a lesson to anybody that a baby. We need to make a. We need to make new awards. Are. I know. Like, you we know do. how, uh, how Wayne Radio got blank sucker of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Charlemagne got donkey of the day. We about to make up something cool like that, and whatever that is, that's you. Um, yeah. Young was she the third sister? Third sister of the K Clan. That's you. That's you. But it's crazy because she was my favorite, and I thought she was the most realistic but that's also what we get for like inviting people to the cook fake invite people to this fake cookout and like yeah, thinking that, that people bro. because they hang out with black people that they're cool and that because they quote unquote ghetto they're cool and it's just like no i'm, I'm not tired of that with con- all that, that cookout concept that's corny cancel me, the cookout yeah cancel the cookout all together because like, like these, most of these people ain't going to vouch for you. Like, they're not going to stand up for these social issues, with the exception of maybe Gary Owen. But, like, they're not going to stand up for these social oh, issues. They're not gonna, yeah, they're not going to speak out for you. Like, they're not going to yeah. advocate. Like, they're, they're most of the time, they're culture vultures. And, yeah, like, they do stuff yes. to get you, to pander your vote and pander exactly. your support. And hey, from like, that, got, like, you fall for it every time. I got hot sauce in my bag. Yeah. It's like... 
Okay. okay. <laughs> Bro. Great. You know, most people don't keep hot sauce in their bags. Yeah, so I don't keep hot sauce in my bag. I've never kept hot sauce in my bag. I don't even eat hot sauce, bro. So. That, you gonna say I'm less black? Like, I don't like hot sauce? Come on, bro. That doesn't get I you a my, pat on my, the back <laughs> and you don't get a black card. I enjoy my appendix. Right. It's just like, well, hey, I like hot sauce, but not enough to carry it in my mm, bag. Not enough to ruin my I just, I don't like that whole cookout concept anymore. And I don't like the fact that we give people, like, we could, like, oh, this person's basically black. Like, I remember a lot of people were saying that she was the black person, sister of that group. Yeah. And it's just like. Well, she actually is. Because OJ, oh, OJ is her father. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget well, who her you daddy know what? is. Take back everything that I said. Yeah, let's not forget who her daddy is. My bad. Wow, I forgot. Well, to wrap that up, basically, I just feel like, you know, a lot of times black women get silenced in the media, except for Beyonce. I feel like if Beyonce wanted a place to say something, literally everyone would give her. I don't think Beyonce knows well, how Beyonce to use Beyonce probably would just like make her own platform to speak out about what she wanted to. So never mind. But I genuinely don't think she knows how to use her phone. Yeah, she just started making captions, so... She probably just like realized, like, oh shoot, I can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm just happy that the Smiths, like, I'm, that's why I'm grateful for um, for these podcasts and for these Facebook shows and stuff like uh, the Red Table because it gives people who maybe aren't seen as as popular or who don't have those type of relationships. It gives them the opportunity because if we never heard her side of the story, we would have just been thinking, "Oh, okay." So, I mean, I don't believe what they. I didn't believe what they said, but I didn't know her side, so it's just kind of like I was making up what I thought happened. Yeah, that's the danger of. And that's the danger, and and it kind of shows you that they do pay the media and they do have this relationship with them because they can create this narrative. And if the other person isn't popular or it doesn't have the resources to speak about what they like their side of perspective that's Mm -hmm. all we'll know and i love that will smith started off with you know i want you to take this opportunity to tell your truth yeah because then it's like you know they're always going to paint it the way that they want to through their lenses exactly look like you know they're gonna make yeah they're gonna make themselves because they're never in the wrong yeah and uh, the one last thing i wanted to say was this super stan was talking about like oh jordan wants to pull the black card now and she wasn't tweeting about Trayvon. She wasn't tweeting about blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, that doesn't negate the fact that she's black. Yeah. Because I don't tweet about every issue and like every, it's like you, that doesn't, that's not a requirement of being black. Like, and so I don't think that she was pulling the black card. I think she was genuinely being honest. And I kind of feel like she's in a position of now that she's more aware of it. Yeah. After how everything unfolded. I think she kind of realizes now, like, oh, like, this is why they're treating me this way. Yeah, and that doesn't, like, just because she doesn't speak out on all the issues, that doesn't diminish the fact that in this moment, her truth is that she was a young black woman being publicly crucified. And I loved how well-spoken she was. was I loved how articulate she was. And I loved how unafraid and unapologetic she was. We stand for talent. We We stand stand for queens. Queen. We love Jordan. Only queens we acknowledge, Jordan and Daenerys. There's a lot of queens. <laughs> <I know. laughs> but, but we do stand for Jordan. And it's not because we hate that family. I know a lot of people were saying like, oh, people are just like 
rooting for her because it's like no we're rooting for her because she's see right now we're on the freeway the speed limit is 75 there is no lie a pickup truck that stopped right in the middle of the freeway and turned yeah. at one mile that per hour that was kind of weird thankfully I was in the fast lane that was kind of scary like, they um, do that but we stand for her because she's 21 years old she is speaking up she's not being afraid and a lot of people will be afraid a lot of people probably are afraid to speak out against them mm -hmm. so she's speaking out against them she's living in her truth and i feel like and that kind of like sparks a movement yeah You're seeing like this little lady speak yeah. out against this big entity. this huge family yeah. these women are bullying her it was straight up bullying and now it's like oh if she can do it Right. Maybe I'll speak so out I against hope that it's a trickle down effect and everybody speaks out against that. Yeah, I stand for But that. we stand for Jordan and I'm so proud of her and I'm glad that she didn't harm herself and I'm praying for her family and I mean this is stupid. This is foolishness. Mm -hmm. That somebody has to go through over something where it's just like you shouldn't have been with the guy anyway. So yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about her. <laughs> All right, I've been ready to talk about that. Um, where you want to go next? I mean, you got the phone running. I'm driving. <laughs> that don't stop you any other time. Okay. Um. Well, next is our big, big topic. So I'm gonna push that back. <laughs> I'm gonna just talk about something. Really Actually, quick. the next th couple things are pretty big. But I'm gonna talk about. I'm about to say them for another episode. Yeah, I'm going to speak about something really quick because it's been on my heart and on my mind and then we can get to the big topic. Um, Amber Evans. This is not going to be that long. I don't know her. Um, but ever since she has been missing, it has been something that deeply has deeply affected me. Um, so I just ask that people continue to retweet like if you see something about her retweet talk about her I don't want this to be something and I guess in case you don't know maybe you haven't heard about it mm -hmm. um, Amber Evans is an activist from Columbus Ohio and I believe on January <clears throat> excuse me I believe on January 28th around maybe 8 p.m. she sent a text to her mother and that was like the last time she was heard from um her car was found down by the Scioto Biome um but they haven't seen her since so she's been missing since then and it's just very troubling um so I just ask that you continue to talk about her don't just I don't want it to be something that people even if it's just a retweet yeah even if it's just a retweet like that shows up on people's timeline and you just don't want it to be something a lot of black women or a lot of black girls are forgotten when they go missing and so it's just not prioritized and so I just she has been on my mind since she's been missing mm -hmm. and um, I'm praying for her and her family and I really hope that she comes back home soon or makes it back home soon the thing that scares me most is that she was an activist like i didn't know her either i think that is the scariest part but how you know involved in her community and how active she was like it's just hard to believe that the people who she was openly verbal or spoke out against 
actually, would be actively working to like yeah. you know I don't know it just scares me it's very scary so um yeah just keep her and her family and your thoughts and your prayers and yes retweet. just continue to retweet and say talk about her don't forget about her yeah say the name because we because are losing she, too many of our queens she didn't man. forget about her community and she right. was there and spoke up and showed up so do the same thing for her yes so that's that's what you can do for case yeah that's what you could do as a rotator case. that's what you can do oh that's cute <laughs> yeah speak amber's name okay so on to some music so this is okay, all gonna so be that's where we're going yeah this is all gonna be musically based no i think we should just do the columbus thing just go straight there because this is where he wants to go all right, all right so <laughs> first off man first off all right I'm, I'm about to be as open as possible and if i offend anyone i welcome smoke so like if you're offended by something i say or if like you feel away or if the shoe fits or whatever like tell me bro like we can have a conversation about it but like don't go feeling away and think like oh box is this box is that like like i mean just let me know like you can message me you can text me like tweet me like whatever like i'm the open. same rules don't apply to me so. <laughs> i'm open to communication i welcome like any form of smoke so like if you're offended by this feel free like to reach out anyway so first and foremost the Columbus music scene as is, in my opinion, is already like super divided. Mm-hmm. And like the support that is present is almost like in a way fake support. It's like we talked about this in prior in previous episodes. We did. Like you know, you but ride we didn't, me, we I'll ride so you. Specific. Yeah, like you ride me, I'll ride you. Like that's that's the way I see networking in Columbus. Like as opposed to like you know, genuinely trying to build these relationships, genuinely try to um, communicate through issues or communicate through tension. Like, I feel like y'all are burying it. And... It's just like, like, I'm just going to do this because this person will do it for me. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to retweet your stuff just so you can retweet mine. Like, that's just corny to me. Like, I feel like you should stand for talent and, like, use y'all's ability and y'all's talents to come together and to make something greater. So, like, what I saw this past week, it was both good and bad because, like, the competitive nature of hip-hop is really good for the sport. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's good for to help yourself improve. It's good for, you know, seeing how you rank up against your peers. You know, there are some benefits. But at the same time, like, when the music scene in and of itself is already, you know, on the fritz and on the outs and, like, people already feeling a way about each other, like, this is not the time to do it. Because, like, there is songs that I've heard in which... You know, one party was completely, you know, PG and and it seemed to be in good fun for the sport. And in another party, it was like, oh, no, this is it. Like, yeah, this is it. Like, F you. And I'm talking I'm speaking directly about uh, Gio and Yogi. Like Gio came like it was like, you know, jovial. It was kind of fun. It was I appreciate the fact that he had a Maxo cream sample. And I just noticed today. I thought it was actually really dope because his initials are Gio, mm-hmm. and then the Maxo Cream's uh, song that he sampled was Go. Oh, so I'm like, wow. yo, that's like that's levels ahead of like that's, that's awesome. some creative thinking. And I'm like, I don't know if that was your intention, Greg, but I noticed. And if, it if, just if, say it was. Greg. Yeah, if, if you there, I'm there with you. Uh, um, like the beat was hard. Like the concept was pretty good. 
like I love his flex bar about you know I'd be singing rapping drumming at the same time like that was just so like I don't even drum and I felt like I had a couple drumsticks in my hand at that right. moment like it was it was a good battle and then I felt like when Yogi came back it was just on some I don't know it was some 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 I mean I, there are Looking no rules in hip hop yeah he was looking for revenge on that and I don't know it just seemed like he had more animosity and I feel like when the music scene is divided and like there's issues that aren't addressed directly or like they're continued to push under like you get music like that like I feel like that could have been a, a conversation that could have been had prior to putting it on wax you know like it's oh, I thought you were about to say what you said I was but I was just gonna say before well before you get too deep I just wanted to say that I feel like the Columbus music scene is already vulnerable yeah like I don't feel like it's something that's very and I'm not being shady but I don't feel like it's something that's very established. Yeah, it's not like a set so thing. So I don't think that it's something where it's like we need this competitiveness and we need yeah. it. I think right now it's really just about building and like creating a space for artists. I don't think that the priority should be competitiveness and rap beef and like all that because it's just yeah. like there really isn't a there really isn't a like uh, a solid foundation. A, yeah. Like, let's establish a foundation and an identity, and then we can compete. Yeah, because, like, like, when you think of places like Houston, it's like, Houston has this identity in music, and they have, like, the foundation, they have, like, their founding, you know, the people, the OGs that, like, the people from Houston respect, and, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they have that, that foundation, and I'm not saying, like, Columbus can't have that, but I just think that where we are right now... I don't think that rap beef should be the priority. Yeah, it, I don't think so. this is also coming from me. So uh, take that how you like. But I agree with that completely. I think, like, once a foundation is set, then we can go then we to can the competitive nature. I mean, but, like, y'all both put up a good fight. Don't get me I wrong. I agree. I'm personally going to give the edge. Like, I, I thought Yogi had it. But, like, after revisiting, I'm personally going to give the edge to Gio. Like, just because, like, the all-around nature of it. And, like, I felt that, like, his bars were a bit more like polished mm-hmm. like yo don't get me wrong yogi's bars was polished too like he had great wordplay and he had some nice sting factors in there but like there was a lot of filler in my opinion yogi's beat on that second song was yeah insane. big shout out to kmb man that bass came in that, stupid that on the beat on, was on insane the, in the car but yeah for yogi and like greg like i give y'all y'all's props like y'all both did y'all's thing Y'all both from Columbus, man. Like, let's build together first, and then we can, like, take it to that competitive nature. Y'all need to squash whatever y'all got going. Um, Yogi, I feel like you was you was hot, bro. Like, you can say that you it was all on wax, it was all for sport, but you was hot, bro. Um, and another thing, like, I've been watching Game of Thrones, hella. <laughs> Malcolm got y'all battling for his amusement, bro. Like, oh, it's essentially, like, jousting, bro. Like, and y'all are fueling this man's ego. And he's my brother, so I can talk like this. Like, y'all are fueling this man's ego. And he's going to go at my neck about this. He's going to text me and be like, hey, bro, I don't appreciate you saying this, bro. And if it was all about, if I was about my ego, man, then I would have been happy that they put my name in the records, bro. I don't like that, bro. And, and, and just for the record, yeah, nigga. <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, he, he may not agree with that. But in my opinion, I feel like, from my perspective, he got y'all battling for his amusement. And not just y'all. Like, it's anybody who is adhering to this competitive nature scene. Trip is a different beast. 
because he's not from Columbus. So like, if he wants to come and challenge the hip hop scene in Columbus, like like, he has the right to do so. Like, yeah. and that's why when I heard nine thirty seven, I was very offended. Like, I'm like, God, like just just the bars he was saying about like, like uh, y'all come out. What did he say? Like y'all be leaking your pad in between periods. It was something like that. I don't remember exactly what he said, but like y'all. Y'all only come out y'all's pad once a month or something. It was something in relation to like people from Columbus being vagina. And I'm like, oh my Which god. Which one? The strongest thing in the world. <laughs> and, and, okay. and the most desirable. But okay. Because most of you guys live y'all's life for that. But all right. So, um, but we all do. Uh, I don't know why I single myself out. We all do. Um, but like, he's not from here. So for him to come and challenge the culture and, you know, really place a call out for a response i liken that to like a kendrick control like i really appreciate it i'm like this is good for hip-hop like, i agree he came with some fire and he had like lj shout out to lj who came and answered the call like i can appreciate both bars like they both went insane on um that w freestyle but like i kind of wanted to hear more from trips in like in that in that instance i feel like trip did get barred up but trip definitely brought that heat like i even quoted him in my last in the last episode we did yeah. we fact checking all them talks this year like mm -hmm. <laughs> we see where you at when you log off this year like he, he went crazy on that but um like for him to do it it's one thing for y'all to like be competitive amongst each other like right now like i feel like y'all still need to and i don't feel like you have to because i feel like that kind of contradicts what we were saying about everybody fake supporting each other yeah but in a way it doesn't because i kind of just feel like kind of have to create that that foundation first and i'm not saying that fake supporting each other creates that foundation because yeah. that doesn't like it doesn't fake mean fake support fake supporting each other just I, I don't know how to explain it i'm not really the most qualified person to talk about it mm -hmm. but i feel like fake support doesn't help somebody develop into a better artist yeah, that's true. Or that's whatever they do. And it's like, like but support can't. also isn't like, like dick riding. Like support can be yeah. as simple as a retweet or something. You know, this isn't. I mean, yeah, but a retweet. But I'm saying like, I'm just throwing this out there. Like trip this ain't. I just know you're the least likely to get offended, so I'm using you as an example. <laughs> that's so like, sad. Yeah, this I'm, this is an example. Like if trip had a poor mix on one of his songs, like I'd be like. I'm, well, I'm not an artist, so like, if Gio was like, "Hey, you know, on this particular uh, sequence of bars right here, like your bars sound a bit distorted." That's supporting. That's support without like saying, "Oh my God, this was fire, bro!" Like, I just the best thing I ever heard in my life. Like, you know, you're it's still. Like, yeah. It's like you know, here is this piece of critique that you can use to make yourself better, and we are growing iron and sharpening iron. Yeah. Like, I feel like people think that support only means positive affirmation. And that's not it. Like, especially if it's not warranted. But you can also critique someone and not be nasty about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true. Because sometimes people will be like, well, you got to know how to take criticism. Well, you have to also know how to give it. You got to know how to give it, yeah. Because. Because you tell me, bro, your mix is trash, bro. Like, I don't care. Like, you shouldn't even rap. I'm not going to take that. I'm not, with, yeah, I'm going to be like, you're a hater. Yeah, I'm taking that with, with, a, with a pound or so. Like, like okay. So, you're a hater. And I'm not listening to anything that you say. But yeah, like back. Alright, so going back to the original point, like why I was frustrated was because like when Trip 
gave the call out. I don't know when the song came out. Like I just heard the song a couple days yesterday or a couple days ago. Whenever, whenever I tweeted about it, that's when I first heard about it. And it was just crazy to me because like everybody in the city, like you know, I'm the best at this. Like I'm the best artist. I'm the best rapper. I got the best bars. But when somebody come and challenge you on that, like y'all sit silent. Like I don't know if there were any more responses other than the LJ one. But if that's the only response that we did have, I'm perfectly fine with that because that was a, a beautiful. It was, wow. Yeah, like just the the wordplay, the the album cover. Like he came with. <laughs> Box <laughs> he was a, so impressed. He's like LJ, you did your research, bro, and like. And that's what you do. Yeah, like it was, it was insane to me, and like Trip came prepared too, but I don't think Trip was that prepared. Like that, that was on some. You know, I've been, I've been. I've been wanting this for a minute. Yeah. He, I want you revenge could tell. On what he you was did. like, he was like, yeah. I want revenge. Like the wordplay, the bars, the lyrics, like the the metaphors, everything was there, man. Yeah, it was something. So, yeah. My issue was with any of you rappers who call yourself the best and didn't respond. And I'm not saying like no name specifically because I don't, like I don't know if y'all style is to react. But I just know me personally. Yeah, because you guys might be like a Drake type, like. Yeah, like. So I'm not gonna get be a like. Response for it. I'm not gonna be like, if Malcolm was a rapper. Hey, Malcolm, why you ain't respond to Trip? Because like, if Malcolm's style is only to like, you know, give you like a backpack vibe or like give you conscious music, then battling somebody isn't really going to. Why did Sorry, you there was this me? idiot that just turned out in front of us, and it was. Um, we had to slam on the brakes. So yeah, I challenge y'all, man, to respond to that 937 record. If you got some love for your city, you got some love for me. Don't let Trip. They're gonna like, be like, forget you. I bro. love Trip, man, and I actually tweeted to her like I was rooting for you, Trip, bro. Like I always wanted Trip to win, but I want revenge now, bro. And I'm about to put like I got money for whoever bar him up. <laughs> I- <laughs> way too invested in this. I put a a check on you, bro. If you give him a hot 64, whoever gave him the best 64 over... Let's see. By... Crazy. Whoever gave him the best 64 bars by the end of the month, I got 100 for you. Oh, that's a lot of time. Shoot, I'm about to write the bars and get the I got 100 for you. (laughs) <laughs> Whoever give me the best 64 bars for trip from the city, you I got a like hundred for you. Yeah, now y'all gonna do it for my amusement, but it ain't just my amusement. Y'all doing it for the money, you know what I'm saying? And this is bragging right. <laughs> this is more than that, man. Malcolm, Malcolm got y'all doing it. It's jousting, bro. Malcolm somewhere plotting an event right now. Like. Malcolm got y'all jousting, bro. He about to do a, a um, smack DVD, yeah, ghost versus like- trip. He's about to have like a rap battle pop up. He said that man had too few T's, bro. God, all right, all right I'm done with that for now. But yeah, wow. like just don't ever allow that again, man. Like I will, in my craft, bro, I would never allow somebody to come into my hometown and say they're the greatest. But at the same time, I will go into anybody's hometown and say I'm the greatest. So y'all take that how y'all want. Wow. And I also just want to say, you guys don't have to beef to validate yourself. Yeah. For me. I like y'all's music, man. <laughs> yeah. I really like your music, Yogi. Like, you ain't have to do that, bro. Well, I'm not speaking to you specifically, <laughs> Yogi. I, I like I like Yogi. I have no I'm dog in this fight. Yeah, I'm I don't have no dog. I'm just saying, like, 
how I observed the situation. And to me, it just really did look like Malcolm wanted to watch some... He wanted some entertainment. Mm -hmm. That's what it felt like to me. And I just feel like the priority shouldn't be that. The priority should be creating... Because we do have those spaces. And I think we just need to continue to focus on creating those spaces. And building a community of artists. Yeah. And not going against other artists. Unless that's what you want to do, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Is that how far you want to go with that? Yeah. At least for now. No, I didn't really have much. I just wanted to express how. Don't get too happy with this speeding. I'm just making sure. I just wanted to express how distasteful that was to me. Distasteful. Yeah, like uh, to have somebody come into your home and feel that comfortable that he can disrespect you and everybody who who does who does what, like you, what do. you do. Yeah. And like y'all just cool with that, like y'all be in his face, like, like yeah, yeah be cool with him. He's a great guy. Like I, I don't think he was being rude. Like he, like he said, it was a call to see who's, who's going to step, step up, up to the place. Like he wasn't being disrespectful, but it's like yeah, be cool with the man off the court, but inside them lines, bro, it's time to ball, man. And I think also that's the issue with like when we were talking about like the fake support and stuff. I feel like that eventually is gonna come up to the surface. Like, eventually it's going to come to play. It's like, okay. Because if you're not genuinely supporting someone and if you're just doing it because... Like, nobody's going to get better. Yeah. So then it, it comes to the surface eventually because it's like all that fake love and fake support. I don't know. Like, I support my friends, but I also will tell my friends the truth. And... I'm not going to just support someone just because I hope that they would support me. Mm-hmm. I want you to support me because you want to. If you, you want don't, to. then don't. Yeah, I don't need that fake support, man. So. I'd, I'd rather not have it. Yeah. So. You can keep it. But you all are great artists. Yeah, I appreciate, like, y'all's music individually and as a collective. Like, I think the Columbus music scene is on the up and up. But just focus more on like helping each other grow as opposed to like gassing. Yeah. And Shout out to all the women artists out there. Yeah, man. Because the y'all, y'all ain't getting enough respect. Don't let them do this to y'all. Yeah, Breed a Rapper, if I find out you over here dissing somebody, bro. I mean, I just don't want any, I don't want any division within like the, the, the girl community of artists. Yeah. Because, especially not for the entertainment of. Uh, any men. Yeah, they, we're not doing like, it for your Like, if you're doing abuse. it because you don't, you really don't care about this person or you really have a problem, that's great. But don't do it because you feel like that's what you... You, you gotta to do it. Yeah, don't let nobody push you into doing something you There's There are barely any women who are... In music at all. Yeah, and are given a platform. Especially in Columbus. In Columbus, so... That's my feelings on about to get dark. Yeah, it's going to get really dark. Um, Should we do a warning? Trigger warning? Yeah. Um, so these takes are going to be like really, really spicy. Um, just because like 
You should be able to hear other opinions. We should probably do this on another episode. We are getting like to that time. We're getting what? To that time. Okay. Yeah, we just say it for another episode. It'll be relevant when we come back. Yeah. I'm more than sure. So yeah, um to close out, man, I really appreciate what Trip did. Like that was that was beautiful, man. Like that's exactly what hip hop was. Like Trip is a phenomenal person, man. Like he has been regarded as one of the greatest freestylers by Dougie Fresh. Like he has represented his country as you know one of two poets in America. Like Trip, you know, I appreciate you. I, I I'm following your moves, man, and like I support you. I'm behind you. Um, need anything? I got you. As far as everybody else in Columbus, man, like make sure y'all y'all continue to step up. I, I appreciate the. I appreciate the strides you are making, but you know there's always room for improvement. And um, and I'm also, behind you. You don't have to rely on Malcolm. Yeah, you don't got to rely on Malcolm, man. I bump y'all's music down Bill Street, I, man. Like I, I push y'all in Memphis. I feel like a lot of times that pressure gets put. Like if people feel like they need, like oh, we need this type of event, Malcolm. They kind of just like expect. And don't get me wrong, Malcolm is amazing, bro. Like he's great yeah, at what Malcolm's he does. Great. But like, you can do it. Like you can do it too. And I mean, I also believe that I would like to believe this. So, because maybe somebody has tried. But in my experience, if you want to do something, you can take it to Malcolm. Or like maybe yeah. you feel like you you want to do this, but you don't know how to go about it. And Malcolm can connect you with the resources to do it. But you don't have to. You don't. It doesn't have to be a Malcolm thing. I just don't want it to seem like if you want something in the city, it has to be pushed by me. Like, it has to be Malcolm's thing. Because mm. you can do it on your own, too. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm sure Malcolm would agree with that, too. Yeah. So, so it ain't no shade, Malcolm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, man. I believe that's Continue all. Continue to keep it pushing, man. And this is episode two, season two. Uh, we about to be right back in like another 30 minutes with, Are we? Yeah, triple, triple feature, man I, te- I told you, I texted Malcolm this morning And said it was going to be a triple feature And I cannot disappoint okay. so, yeah. Disappoint your wife, don't disappoint Malcolm <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in um, Once again, y'all got any questions Any comments, I welcome all the smoke Oh yeah, follow us on Twitter At Case Rotation Yeah, follow us on Twitter at Case Rotation Use the hashtag when you listen. Hashtag case rotation. Is it hashtag case rotation or hashtag case rotation podcast? Either or. I can't. Um, I think hashtag. I don't know. Whichever one you Whichever want. Whichever one you want. Because I'll find it. You can even put the episode because we usually hashtag the episode. So if you want to do that, like whatever. Yeah. Just manage. Whatever just, you yeah. want to do. All right, man. We appreciate y'all listening.